Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at podcast you can call me pc you can call me tunny you can call me el commissionerino if you're not you know if you're all good with that oh i fucked it up we gotta start over (laughs) fuck i fucked up the whole fucking big lebowski line there you had it all right start again call me el commissionerino if you're not (laughs) down with the whole brevity thing motherfucker it's an easy line I've nailed it so many times. How many times can I say fucking a words without fucking up? And I can't hit that line. Okay. All right. Are you still recording? That in. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's fine. That's why I am. I'll edit it. Fuck that up. Just... And I'm joined as always by the other half of the world's greatest tag team. Never. It's DPP. The DP abides, my friend. Oh God. And then we have AJ Belaz over here. Uh, funky, phenomenally uh, fresh. Oh, definitely fresh. Look at that face. Freshly shaven, freshly squeezed. Quarantine makes uh, time go by, and apparently I rewinded it. And, of course, our our 
longtime friend and favorite guest, uh, Mr. Well, we'll just call him Big Dave. Dave, welcome to the show. Welcome to my gigantic entrance fuck up. Man, and it was going so well. To, I mean, you got the dipping dots in there. I, when you got the dipping dots, stay away from those damn dipping dots. And then, yeah, I saw where you were going with the intro, Tony. I think we all understood what was happening. What did so they ever un, do to you? Un, un, until it didn't. A deer jumped right out in the road and it just fucking <laughs> right in the tree. Uh, <laughs> to you, it just happened uh, to me. All right. Anyway, it's all good. It's all good, man. Dave, what have you been up to lately? Shit, I, I'm busy right now. I'm, I'm collecting all my Washington Redskin material because it's going to be collector's items in a couple of weeks here probably. So I figure, you know, since it's not being sold anywhere, I might as well just kind of got my mugs, got the championship banners. I even got a Redskin teddy bear. Shit, man. I figure I, I can retire on this crap because it's going to be hard to come by. What are weeks. your actual thoughts on what's going on over there on the name change? What would you like the name change to be? I mean, give us your thoughts as an actual Redskins or Washington football team fan. Obviously. You can say Redskins. Fuck it. No one's gonna. No one's gonna take our sponsorship away. <laughs> uh, next week, looking for new sponsors. Yeah. Lemonade. Very. And next thing you know, Greg. Greg drops yeah, the show. Yeah, <laughs> Very angry. Lemonade. <laughs> Ah, uh, shit, man. You know, I've, I've been one of these guys who, I I get it. I get why they're going to change the name. I'm not necessarily, you know, I'm not in favor of it. I'm not really against it. It's, uh, I think I, I said it, I don't know if it was on the bandwagon nerds thing. We were talking to somebody, you know, when, when you hear the name Washington Redskins, I mean, does the word Redskins just fill you with rage? It's like, oh my God. It's like somebody just, you know using a really big-time racial slur, like somebody dropping the N-word or something. It doesn't have that impact. So I've never been that offended by it. But then again, I'm not Native American. Neither are the three, the other three of us. So I don't pretend to understand how they feel. I know there's a split of opinion amongst them. Some people think it is you know, a sign of honor, uh, tradition. And then there's the other obvious thing. Yeah, it's a terrible racial slur. It needs to be changed. I love watching like fucking Max Kellerman on ESPN, demanding that Daniel Snyder apologize for this. And I'm like, who the fuck are you to demand anything? You're not Native American either. How are you the one who's offended? You're collective, you're offended for all the Native Americans out there, you completely white piece of shit. You know, I was just like, fuck off, Max. <laughs> so I saw I, that yesterday. I, I, you know, huh? Dave, when you come on this show, I'd appreciate it if you'd tell us how you really felt, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, apologize for that, please. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm not. No, I'm not apologizing. No insincerity here, please. <laughs> I got but, it. I got. Uh, I got a clear. I got a nice apology for you. It's all set up and ready to go. Here you go. All right. All right. I apologize. <laughs> really sorry. I'm really, really sorry. I apologize unreservedly. You take it back. I do. I offer a complete and utter retraction. The imputation was totally without basis in fact and was in no way fair comment and was motivated purely by malice. And I deeply regret any distress that my comments may have caused you or your family. And I hereby undertake not to repeat any such slander at any time in the future. Thank you, John Cleese. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, that <laughs> notwithstanding, I, you know, they're going to, yeah, the name's going to be changed. It looks like Washington Warriors is the front runner, uh, which I'm, 
that's kind of like the most meh sort of name. It's like, wait, aren't there already a Warriors and Golden State, you know, and, and all that sort of thing? And why are we going to have the Warriors? I do like, like, I've heard Red Tails, which is kind of good. My name that I wanted to see them come up or become, I wanted them to be the Washington Warpath. Not even pluralize the uh, the nickname, just Warpath, just a general uh, sort of thing. But you, I don't think. What do you what do you what do you think the odds of that happening are? Warpath, one uh, percent. Yeah, <laughs> I think Warriors is probably good sixty five to seventy percent, and the other options are, are equally there. You know, I was reading on ESPN today. There's a, a good article about how it's not just it's not so simple to change your name. You know, it's not just a matter of hey, we're going to change our nickname and everything's fine. Um, that especially the Redskins, that brand has been around since what for eighty seven years, since you know, thirty three. So you, you could do worse than the Warriors. Although no, I don't really like Warriors at all. I like this better. Although a lot of people would think it's worse. I mean, you could you could stay with the alliteration. I mean, everybody loves the Wildcats. <laughs> the Wildcats. The Washington uh, Wildcats. No Washington professional Wild- team with the Wildcats. Yeesh. I don't think so, but. Uh, you know, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to get that Redskin logo is gonna be everywhere for a decade at least, probably before they can get rid of it completely. Um, but yeah, when you've got your sponsors turning and abandoning you, and Amazon's pulling all your shit from their site, and Walmart's not selling your merchandise, and Nike's not selling your merchandise, well, really, unless you're fucking stupid, and Daniel Snyder may be many things, but he's not dumb. Um, then, yeah, you've got no choice but to change your name. I mean, three of the minority owners who own collectively 40% want it out. So is this going to smooth that over? I know you probably know more about that than I do. I don't think so. This sounds like a issue they have with Daniel Snyder just in general. And probably the, the taint of of just being affiliated with this franchise. That, let's let's take it a step further, has not been competitive really, since they won the Super Bowl last in 1991. They've had a few playoff bursts, never amounted to shit. What they did with RG3 was, uh, I mean, a disaster. So you've got the problem of a very controversial name combined with just a a much more recent three-decade history of losing that, yeah, if I'm a minority owner, I'm running, man. I'm like, fuck this. You know, I I can invest in a WNBA franchise. And the Mystics are good, aren't they? Yeah, I'm going to invest in them, so... You know, I, I, I don't think that changing the name is going to solve it. I think he'll get in new minority owners. I wish I had the money. I'd jump in there, and try a coup on his ass. But you know, there you go. Because <laughs> that hey. team has, should be much better. I mean, I think, I think this year, if they actually play this year, and I, that's a massive, major if, uh, their defense should be top five in the NFL because. They look really stacked. Yeah, Chase Young to a young, fast, already pretty good defense, and they could be next level. But yeah, <laughs> on offense, who's your running back? Okay, Peterson and Geis, who can't stay healthy. All right, uh, Haskins is your quarterback. Okay, maybe there's something there. You got one good wide receiver, and you traded away your best offensive lineman to the San Francisco 49ers, basically for Big Dave. AJ Belaz, DPP, and PC Tunney. That's what the Redskins probably got for Trent Williams. How the fuck did I get lumped into this deal? I have hey, a I'm going, you're going freshman football B team single game receptions record, okay? <laughs> that's right. Freshman B team single game. Yeah. Man. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'll take a paycheck. Oh, I'm, down, I'm down for yeah. a paycheck. That's cool. 
I mean, I'm the closest one to them, so... And other than that, Tony, I've been trying to keep DP in line on the bandwagon nerds, and that's a full-time job with him. God well, damn, he just won't shut the fuck up. I mean, it's it's really hard, so... It's, uh, more, it's more keeping it's, the cats quiet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm all right. so much DP. <laughs> uh, and watching wrestling where I can, trying to, uh, trying to, to uh, pretend that more often than not, it's 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 sort of entertaining sometimes, yeah? The crowd not being there is really difficult. I, I talk it, to a lot of people that I know that watch that are novice fans, and they're like, it's even harder just to try and tune in for that segment that I wanted to see, you know? It's gotten to the point where the crowd not being there and even the smattering that AEW and WWE has around ringside, it's almost a distraction at this point. Um, and I, I, I know that's not what they intended, but it, it kind of gotten to that point where, yeah, not having that crowd reaction to really organically push some of this stuff through in one direction or another. Because we, you know, we've often said it, it it's like having some sort of reaction good or bad is better than having no reaction and right now everybody's just got no reaction and and missing talent i, I think that's a big thing too you yeah. only got a handful of people there you don't have as much to you know bring out for everybody to watch and enjoy you know a lot of a lot of good superstars are missing and that that hurts a lot too yeah you guys miss roman reigns now don't you who what i don't know about that dude all right Let's take a quick break here. We'll be right back, and we're going to get into the DWI podcast and talk some wrestling. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hey, folks. PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's Angry Lemonade. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. DBB, let's let everybody know what's happening this week on the show known as the DWI Podcast. Well, well we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. Dave, say it with us. She. She. I forgot to take out my earbud. I mean, no, uh, what? <laughs> Voices of Angels. Voices of Angels. This week on the show known as DWI, special guest, Big Dave Unger. Big, big thanks to him. Always always great to talk wrestling with Dave. We're going to have some funky facts here eventually. We're going to have triple threat trivia. That's right, folks. Say that five times slow. We're going to talk about the Great American Bash. We're going to see what's going to happen moving forward with the major storylines. We're going to review a little bit of Fighter Fest, and the FTW belt is back. And a last call where you may lose an eyeball. DPP, ring the bell. I went there. What are you going to do about it? Ow, my earballs. There we go. I wish you had that one. He's good. He stays like grandma. (laughs) 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 All right. Great American Bash undoubtedly uh, capped off the two-week special from AEW and WWE. And the biggest thing that got spoiled, and we all thought, is it really a spoiler? Did they tape two endings? Did they do it on purpose? Doesn't really matter because Keith Lee is now a double champion. 
And what did you guys think of the match? And what do you guys think of Keith Lee holding both belts? Uh, well, the whole, you know, they spoiled it, Keith Lee wins, da, 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 and they kept it. Regardless, it was a great match. I mean, Keith Lee, I've said it for weeks. There's no wrong that this guy can do inside the ring. He's big. He's strong. He's agile. He can do everything. Bask in his glory because now he is the limitless double champion with the North American and NXT. Uh, If people don't know, on Twitter, there was a picture of... uh, Carrion Cross, uh, looking on in the skybox, just saying TikTok as he's looking over at Keith Lee celebrating with the confetti, holding both belts. So I wouldn't say Cross goes for the NXT Championship going forward. I think he goes for the North American. Make sure he still looks like that strong, really dominant monster that he is. I can't think of any other word other than destructive monster when I'm thinking Killer Cross, Carrion Cross, whatever you want to call him. So, I, I see gold that, in his future. That's the most intriguing thing to me here is, how do you get the NXT North American title off of Keith Lee? Because he's not going to be... Does he hold both straps until he leaves? How do you do it? That's the big question, right? Moving forward, DP? You can... I definitely see that happen in some kind of controversial fashion, because he you got to protect Keith Lee at that point as well in, in some way to so he doesn't lose that title. But I think there's going to be a, a, an opportunity where Karrion Cross takes I, – I agree with kind of AJ on that, that he's going to end up taking the North American title in, in some way, shape, or form rather than the NXT title. But they can easily do some kind of you know controversial ending where Karrion Cross comes out with a belt. I feel like even him – just losing the belt, regardless of his controversial or not, just takes an immediate hit away from him already accomplishing this. Dave, I feel like he needs to hold this, both of them, for a while. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I, the first thing I'm wondering is, you know, why why put both titles on any one person right now? That's kind of what I feel, yeah. And, and I'm not sure, you know, and I, and I don't want to, like, broach this topic, but, you know, you almost kind of have to. You know, with everything going on in the world, is it coincidental that they put over, um, you know, Keith Lee, a black guy, this strongly at this point in time? You know, did it did they? Is there some hidden meaning to that? I mean, I I really thought maybe they were going to have Bobby Lashley beat Drew McIntyre back at Backlash, uh, that didn't happen, and now they've got you know Keith Lee as both belts because I really don't understand why a winner take all scenario right now at this point in time. See, let me add to that real quick. I I don't I think the Keith Lee train left the station long before it was popular to say Black Lives Matter. Okay, and Black Lives do matter while we're on the subject. Absolutely. But but back to wrestling. What about more importantly, the fact that you have two belts on one guy, you brought it up. It's a bad decision. And I thought you were going to take the other route is what if he gets covid, then both belts are out for two weeks. You don't have a single belt to display on your show for two weeks. Right, and I I really like the idea about Karrion Cross. I think they're going to do with Keith Lee. You know, now he's Keith Two Belts, like Becky Two Belts. You're going to see a similar situation at the next takeover. He's going to defend the title twice in one night. He's going to defend the NXT title, probably retain that, 
and then come back and de- and defend against Karrion Cross the NXT North American Championship. Drop that. Then you get one belt off of him, uh, and you've got a built-in excuse. Well, he was worn out because he defended the title against Cole first and retain and then cross pick the bones in the second match which is kind of like what happened with becky when she dropped the one title to um who was it to charlotte uh and then bailey cashed in on that whole situation um so i i think they're going in that direction but yeah the, the covid factor can't be ignored and and if something goes wrong and keith lee catches this yeah then you've got both both belts vacated probably double tournaments to crown different champions I just think it's it's just a bad decision, and and don't and again don't get me wrong, I'm a huge Keith Lee fan. I think the guy is absolutely limitless. There's nothing he can't do, and him and Cole tor- burned the house down. That was fantastic, but yeah, I question the sanity in this day and age with everything going on. Why would you put all your eggs in one basket, knowing that there are so many variables that are not within your control right now, that it just it's just very very risky decision. Uh, and I usually don't question NXT booking. This is one time where I'm like, I, I don't get it. I'm not sure where they're going with that one. I came up with the way to get rid of the North American title, and then I'm going to kick it right over to DP. And it, the only way for me that he doesn't lose credibility, and I see DP's dying to jump in, and so is AJ. So we'll get right over to you guys. I'm sorry. But I, I don't want to lose this thought is he stays credible as NXT champion and doesn't lose any credibility as a wrestler if he loses the North American title because Karrion Cross interferes in his first match and costs him to lose it to somebody else, and then that same evening comes back and beats Karrion Cross to defend his NXT championship. That's what I want to see if they're going to do that. DP? I like the idea of the next takeover being a triple threat. They hold off on bringing Adam Cole up. They do a triple threat match, put Adam Cole, Karrion Cross, Keith Lee in a two-falls two match, where both titles are on the line. The first fall is for the NXT title, second fall North America title, something like that, where Keith Lee can not be involved in the decision and lose the North America title in some way, shape, or form, and Karrion Cross gets gets the win there. That I, I could see that happen. I would love to see that as a match. I think that'd be awesome. And Didn't they do that light. with Benoit? Benoit Angle and Jericho did that at WrestleMania, right? They did. Okay. For the European yeah, you and had the same idea, titles. didn't yeah. you? I, I was gonna go a little goofier and go full WCW and say uh, on a pole match, you know, the four poles, and then grab grab a box in one of the. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I, I I like the idea of uh, of someone interfering, maybe like a triple threat, like it's Gargano, Keith Lee, and Cross for the North American or something like that. And I see Keith Lee defending both belts in one night because that's he's the big. Face. He's he's the face right now of NXT. He's the guy who holds both belts. He's the smiling powerhouse. I'll take on any competitor. So I I see like the beginning of a takeover. He defends the North American, and at the end of it, he'll defend the uh, NXT. All right. Well, this is a perfect time to play a segment like this, and I don't think I can fuck this one up. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Yes or no, in your opinion, men, is Keith Lee the number one male wrestler in WWE right now? AJ? Yes. DP? No, brother. Big Dave? No. 
and that's been another addition. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. What's next for Cole and the Undisputed Era? Because it seems like a prime time with possible live audiences coming back in September. That's the that's the scuttlebutt down at the water cooler, Smithers. You know, so what's what do you guys think, Dave? Uh, you know, I, I just my biggest hope is just that he doesn't bail to AEW. That's my biggest hope that he stays in at least WWE. Um, would that yeah, be the I, worst thing in the world? No, it wouldn't. But it, it would be it would be a big loss for WWE. That's for sure. If Cole ends up in AEW, I think that's a uh, that's a that's a hit. But uh, do you, what do you think is the ceiling is for him on the main roster? Do you think he'll ever really be a WWE or Universal Champion? I mean, he is not. A big guy. He's all. not a I mean, big guy. He is small, small. Now he seems to be more intercontinental U.S. championship material, that sort of thing. Um, uh, certainly, when you got guys like Drew and Braun on top of the mountain right now on the main roster, then yeah, Adam Cole has very little hope well, of doing anything thing. against either one. You have a guy like Daniel Bryan, right? And he's small. But when Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole stand next to each other, one looks like a man and the other one looks like, a, you know, a 12th, uh, you know, a, a ninth or 10th grader. Yeah, but that ninth or 10th grader did beat that man last year. So I'm not taking away anything Adam Cole does in my suspension of disbelief for him. But I'm just saying as far as WWE goes, that's that's the kind of the way I'm looking at. So send your hate mail to at, at chair shot Greg. <laughs> That's oh right. boy! Uh, you know, I I really love I'm, you, Gregors. I hope that he stays in NXT. Is my hope. I don't want to see him come up to the main roster so that he can meet the same fate that Shayna Baszler met. Because Vince is just like, ah, he's too skinny. Get him the fuck out of here. I can't do anything with him. That's not good shit. What are you trying to sell me? You know, I, I don't want to see get, that get happen. Get to the buffet table. <laughs> yes, somebody get that boy a all-you-can-eat menu. Jesus <laughs> H. Christ. So, uh, you know, I, I don't want to fit him with a ring that beeps when he gets eight feet away from catering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope he stays in NXT. I doubt. I doubt he will. It's. I mean. It's way overdue for the Undisputed Era to come up, but I, I think until Kyle O'Reilly is going to come back, then it's really a moot point. You're just you're just talking about uh, about you know half-assing it, bringing them up there, and they've got something good going with like the whole Dexter Loomis situation is entertaining. Um, I I don't see the need to to bring him or the rest of the Undisputed Era up there. I mean, yeah, if you're going to get a live crowds of some sort back at the end of September, which I think is wishful fucking thinking, then. Um, yeah, maybe at that point, but right now I just want to I want to see him have another you know have him and, and Keith Lee run a series of matches, that sort of thing. I think there's a more there's more traction to a Keith Lee Adam Cole uh, series of matches a program. You can do some uh, some different stuff like Cole and Gargano did. Maybe not the same sort of matches because I don't think Keith Lee can do like that. Some of that two out of three falls shit might be a bit much for him, but you know. I think I think Cole and uh, Cole and Keith Lee for a little while longer. Let's uh, let's let's milk this thing. I mean, I I kind of want to see how Adam Cole does against Karrion Cross. I mean, Cross should run over him if Cole's going to put him over that well. But uh, at the same time, yeah, maybe not. I I got I think the loser of this match was going to move up no matter who who lost this match. I think both of them deserve to be on the main roster at this point too because Keith Lee has just had a hell of a year. 
and so far and he's just been riding this roller coaster and I think AJ I think you talked about this last week with you know the whole Royal Rumble bit with him in front of Lesnar and then him and Roman Reigns at Survivor Series they've just been pushing this guy to the moon you know and why not bring him up this is the perfect time he's got you got big opponents you know that are in the title picture right now they need guys like him to go against some of these you know you know McIntyre or Strowman or anything like that it could be a lot of fun seeing that but they're going with Adam Cole it looks like I don't see him stand down in NXT for much longer I think at this point if you're gonna have him drop the title you know I would love to see him wait a little bit because I, I do like the idea of them having some kind of rematch or some kind of triple threat or maybe Karrion Cross is the one that takes him out of NXT and, and you know like you said runs him over a little bit and just you know keep the where Adam Cole can put over Karrion Cross even more by having him destroy him before he leaves would be really cool. So, you know, and I think, yeah, waiting for Kyle O'Reilly is the right move too. So maybe they can extend some of this out a little bit longer and, and wait for the whole faction and bring the whole faction up. Cause that's the way you got to do it. I feel you got to keep these guys together and, and factions are always good. In my opinion, I like them and it helps, you know, a guy like, what's that one? Oh, the whole undisputed era. It helps guys like Adam Cole, who's a smaller guy you know, get that push and get that, you know, help from outside and make him even bigger heel. And yeah, he's definitely a small guy. And unfortunately I got that feeling that they're going to go the way of like sanity, that same, that same type of group and just, they're going to fall apart and it's just not going to work on the main roster because that's, that's Vince doesn't like that. Vince doesn't like those small guys. And he's in, he's at the wrong place at the wrong time right now because it's all about the big guys again. And fit guys like Finn Balor aren't getting those shots at the heavyweight titles right now, so it's going to be tough for him to kind of break through anywhere right now if he gets up to the main roster. But I think that's what's going to happen, and he's going to kind of toil around in the mid card for a while for sure. Uh, but hopefully they don't fuck it up too bad because I, I love all those guys. I think they're they're a great unit together, and these guys could do some good stuff. With, you know, O'Reilly and Fish as a tag team, and you know Adam Cole could you know, could easily challenge for the title anytime he wants. Adam Cole would be best served to take all of Undisputed Era to Japan. <laughs> Probably. I mean, as nice as that does sound, no, I Your I brother's agree. over in the corner with a boner right now. <laughs> no. No. No, <laughs> no, that'd be ridiculous. There's no way that we, We've already like seen Adam happen. Cole and Kyle O'Reilly at a Wrestle Kingdom. We're fine. I'm just saying, come back, it's Undisputed Area, I have to have a new name and everything else, I mean... No, I I agree with the, the whoever was going to lose is going to get called up. I would like to see a rematch between Lee and Cole with the NXT title, I would, especially since this match was amazing. What else can they do? Was, sky's the limit. But I feel like... The entire Undisputed Era, once all four of them are healthy, they'll go up. Because does anyone remember how Adam Cole came into NXT? By attacking Drew McIntyre. After he won the title from Bobby Roode at the time. Don't fuck with Dave. Uh And who's the current WWE champion right now? Hulk Hogan, brother. Yeah, Hulk Hogan, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, brother. (laughs) Oh no! Sorry, John Cena. John Cena. It's it's either Hulk Hogan or John Cena. I mean, if you're asked, it, if you, over the time, over time, that's like sixty percent of the whole entire 
fucking time of WWE, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Here we go. Uh, just throw in Bruno too, but no, I, I feel like modern day, brother. WrestleMania era, brother. <laughs> yeah, brother. But no, I feel like all of Undisputed Era being healthy, come in and attack a main champion. And who who knows what will happen to them? They might turn into sanity, where Adam Cole might go back to ROH and everyone else is scattered, or they actually do well. So, who knows? So the consensus is, don't fuck it up, don't expect any of them to be world champion, and, you know, maybe we get a tag team champ and IC champ out of this. I mean, Adam Cole, AJ Styles, that could be a good program. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Yeah, take take my money. Take my money. I mean, yeah, Undisputed Era winning the tag titles, that's a given. That, that, I, that I think that's a safe bet. But, uh, yeah, Cole winning IC title or U.S. Is, is the ceiling at least until, you know, at least until Strowman or Drew drops the title. How about Cole versus John Morrison? That might be fun, too. Anybody versus John Morrison, if you think about it. Yeah, me or you versus yeah. John Morrison. That would be good. John Morrison had a good match with Braun Strowman, and he had to take Miz with him on the ride. That's right. <laughs> hey, hey. Ho, ho. Universal champ has got to go. Morrison, baby. Morrison, I think, I, boy, they'd be dumb not to give Morrison one of the world titles at some point. Oh, yeah, I completely agree with that. I mean, they're no, bringing him thinking, back Am that. I just a mark? Am I a mark for him? Is that you what's are. Going on here? You are, but it's a good idea anyway. All right. I appreciate that. Any last thoughts on NXT here? Because we're going to talk a little bit of Fire Fest. We have some fun and shenanigans happening, and then we have one more. I, 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 I think we have one more topic to finish off. I, I, I think I have, we have one more topic to finish off the show. I, 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 matey. I, 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 <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's talk. <laughs> and I'm the box. Amber, save us, Amber. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Good old Kriba's always around when you need her. Thanks, Kriba. All right, Fighter Fest. Gentlemen, I did not... <laughs> I did not have a chance to watch. A little bit of Letterman for you. I did not have a chance. And every time I say I now, it just... <laughs> we got to talk about it now. I don't. No. I don't think I, so, Tim. Oh, no. no, no! I can wait. <laughs> I'm. I'm not. Fighter Fest. FTW belt is back. Let's start there. I mean, fuck the world. Taz Sabu. Why not draw from that? Brian Cage is the perfect guy to have it. Moxley's not around. Why not come up with something like the million dollar title that doesn't mean anything? Dave, I see you shaking your head, so we're not going to go to you first. We're going to go to AJ then this time. Yeah, please bypass me. Go to AJ. Wow. Please. Uh, wow. I, I, I think I'm going to be as negative as Big Dave is probably going to be DP, about this. why don't you go after me now? <laughs> <laughs> Hate it. Back to wow. you. <laughs> oh, back to Tony on the positivity of the FTW belt. <laughs> what would you... What would you assholes like to talk about with Fighter Fest? <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I was happy seeing the FTW belt. I, I, I know I'm the youngest out of all of us, but I actually know what the FTW belt is. I know what FTW means, and it's not for the win. I know that most of us are gaming nerds, but it's not for the win. It's fuck the world. And I 
don't get me wrong, I like seeing the belt. It's a great nostalgia trip, but I thought AEW was veering away from all the nostalgia. I thought they wanted to be their own thing, not, hey, look, we brought this thing back from 20 years. How about we, uh, you know, we got Taz. He still has the belt. Let's let's show it off, and people will pop for this, right? I think, they, I think they threw that out the window when they brought Arn Anderson onto television and Blanchard and Jake the Snake and Taz. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys, let me pose this. Do you guys think that they did the FTW belt because they realized that Vince didn't have the rights to that and they thought, here's one that we can get over on the old man. Something that everybody goes, oh, doesn't WWE have the rights to everything ECW? Well, not this. And yes. that's why they did it. Yes, yes, yes. I, I 100% agree that that's part of why they did it. But all of these things that they've done, and you know, I mentioned Greg's name before, and it and it's and it's very prominent to mention his quote and what he says about this is, AEW doesn't do WWE, they do WWF, right? But here's the thing: if these are these guys that they're able to get that have name recognition that get those type of fans to watch, why not draw on their history? Right? Why not draw on the history of Arn Anderson with Dusty Rhodes? Why not draw on Tully? Why not draw on Jake in the past he's had? Right? Why not draw on the fact that Taz and Sabu put this title on the map and that ECW was a thing? Take what's available to you is what I'm saying. I get it. You may not love it, but why not draw on these things? It's wrestling history. Yeah, I think I think it's it's kind of naive of somebody to say Oh, well, AEW can never mention anything about wrestling's past, you know, and lose credibility by doing so. Why? They should be drawn on that. They should be drawn on all the really good stuff that people remember. And ECW is a, a fond memory for a lot of people. Think and, of all the things WWE could do content wise if they didn't neglect everything that came outside of WWE. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm, right. they don't have to. That's how big they are. But when you're not WWE... Yeah, I mean, using Robert Stone to parody uh, Tony Khan, which is the theory that's abounding the internets right now, is like, well, that's really the best you guys have. You could really throw some serious shade at AEW if you wanted to, but they're not, and that sort of thing. But, I mean, you know, it, it's a fun little diversion, that sort of thing, to kind of keep people occupied until we get Moxley versus Cage. I mean, are we really going to get that at Fight for the Fallen? Is Fight for the Fallen a two-night event as well? I'm not sure. I think it's just next week. This is a cooking show, by the way, Dave. So stop asking wrestling questions like that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, well, DP's I had some got mac and DP's... jack bites the other day. They were excellent. They were like D... breaded, fried uh, mac and cheese, but it was jack, pepper jack. Oh, they were you guys. Did did okay. DP put those on the pellet grill? No, it would have <laughs> probably been better uh... if you would have like fried them lightly and then smoked them, yeah. or fried them deeply and smoked them. I don't know. Smoke them nice. if you got them. Amen. That's oh, what God. I say on the golf course when we got to wait behind some <laughs> fucking guys with the ball all over the course. Okay. Yeah. All right. Smoke them if you got them. Uh, yeah, I, I got no problems with what AEW's doing. I'm, just, yeah, I'm not necessarily a fan of the, the adding this title belt or whatever, but I guess it depends on how they use it and what they want to do with it and where it goes. It's you know they just introduced it, so let's see what happens. I definitely don't have any disagreements with them using these guys and, and bringing some of the stars of the past and them you know using history to because you have to that's what you got to do and you want to get people to view your product and you know get a 
you know, you need a product and you need a you need a base of fans to get you going. So get people to come watch and then go from there. So I, you know, it's not necessarily a problem. I just I don't know. I'm just I, you know, I'm not a fan of extra title belts or any kind of extra belts when you don't need them. So that's where I worry is what they're going to end up doing with this whole thing. I I I finally remembered why they probably brought up the FTW belt. Go check out uh, Cook's article of the top five unrecognized belts. Number one is actually the FTW belt. Look at you. TheChairShot.com. AJ Belaz. Pimpin'. Funky As I hear in the pimp. distance, a long, long round of applause in the distance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Funk, funky, fresh pimp style there. Nice. Wow, there, there you go. Excellent. We're going to jump in there. Any... Any other thoughts from AEW in general? We kind of went over the whole FTW thing. You know, I, I think the last thing I'll say is I think it's more of a gimmick to get Brian Cage over while Moxley's not around or, or that and so forth. So we'll see. It's a million-dollar belt more than a TV title. But anything else AEW-wise? I know the Revival's there. Or FTR. Sorry, I can't say the Revival. Um, watch <laughs> out for the Dippin' Dots. Watch out for the Dippin' Dots. How long does Cody hold the TNT title? I mean... Let's just go around the horn real quick. Any 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 final AEW thoughts? What's what's really stuck in your craw, or what do you really like? And we'll start with AJ. Uh, I I know for a fact I'm a little bit of a stickler of this person, but I did go back and forth between both main events, and the Orange Cassidy Jericho match was actually really good. Uh, I'm usually a stickler when it comes to Orange Cassidy, but he actually did put on a good match with Jericho, and it, it's definitely a must see. I would, of course, say Adam Cole and Keith Lee is more of a watch, but if you have time, of course, go watch that match. That was actually pretty decent, not going to lie. I'm still enjoying the tag team division. You know, some of them I know they, they kind of spot fest a lot of things, you know, sometimes with the Young Bucks. And, but uh, overall, the the way the tag team division's building, I, I'm actually really enjoying it. I know I'm not a big fan of, of Paige and Omega having the titles necessarily because they're not the true tag team, but... I kind of felt like they were going to come out of this whole Fighter Fest two day, you know, two week event with the titles because they're building to what I think is FTR taking those off of them and then really getting into that being a tag team division and being really good. And I just love how many good tag teams they have in there and all the things they can do with that. So I'm, I'm looking for big things out of the tag team division. I'll let Dave have the last word here. The women's division. There are a lot of really, really talented and charismatic women on the independent wrestling scene, AEW. Dave? <laughs> uh, you mean like somebody who may be a Body daughter of somebody who's prominent in AEW right now who they should I consider bringing in? Tool in the shed. I must be booking AEW's women's division because it sucks like it fucking just sucks. Not good. Sorry, no, that's my... No, that was... that. Sorry. That just... Sorry. It just AJ and I kind of... Go ahead. You, we, we, we had a moment. Finish, finish this off. We'll, don't don't we'll hold, don't hold back what you guys think. Smash don't hold holes. back what you think about it. So, uh... <laughs> Smash holes. DWI podcast. Smash holes. <laughs> Uh, I kind of like what DP said. I was thinking the same thing, that I, I'm a little surprised that Paige and Omega actually came out of 
these uh, the two nights still with the straps because they aren't really recognized as a tag team. And you saw kind of like sort of like at least the first night of Fighter Fest at the end of that where you've got the Young Bucks and Omega on one side and Page and FTR on the other side. And I'm starting to wonder if that's not where they're going to go in that direction with Page breaking away from Omega and, and kind of aligning himself with FTR and making a, a, a faction out of that to go up against the, the elite that sort of thing. But uh, I'm, I'm surprised Paige and Omega are still on top. I agree the women's division could really use an influx of talent. They should be they should be really knocking down Tessa Blanchard's door, I think. I know she's got a lot of fucking issues and a lot of baggage. but That's why a lot of people think she's WWE-bound. Oh, God. They don't need her. AEW desperately needs her. WWE, where's she going to go in WWE? I can't, I can't believe AEW went before it all started. Hey, Let's try and come up with some great storylines for these women. And we'll just get women that we think will fit these storylines. Instead of going, let's just get some great fucking wrestlers and worry about what fucking happens from there. Because at least we'll have really good wrestling matches. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're most talented. Dr. Britt Faker. Thank, she's thank a you. real fucking dentist and doctor, but she's a fake fucking wrestler. Period. Yes. She's, uh, she's entertaining, Fuck but she's Jim not Cornette. a good wrestler. <laughs> Uh, but otherwise, I mean, I think AEW is in, in pretty decent shape. I mean, if they can keep everybody healthy, which is a big problem right now. But, you know, you got Moxley. You got uh, Cody's doing good work with the TNT title. I didn't really dig his match with Jake Hager that much uh, from the first night. But uh, he's he's doing all right. I, I think AEW is in, in moderately good shape at this point in time. There's somebody else who could benefit from having a crowd. That's for damn sure. Um but yeah, I th- I kind of want to see like if what Dan's saying, where you know you're going to evolve to the point where FTR takes the belts off Page and Omega, and then we get a real FTR versus Young Bucks program, which I think they're building to it. Everybody kind of wants to see that explode and go down, and they're slow burning that, which is smart. So yeah, I mean, Fighter Fest was good, but both both shows were good. I think uh, what the hell is Dash Wilder's name now? Dax Harwood. Yeah, I mean I. I thought he had the best tweet of the whole two weeks where he was like, you know, if you're really trying to bury one company over the other, then you just don't fucking get it. Wheeler, and, uh, Harwood, Bueller. D- D- Dax Hardwood and Cash Wheeler. There you go. Bueller. Which Bueller? one's which? Well, I, never mind. I'm just kidding. Dax, I think it's Dash. I don't fuck if I know. Dash is Dash, Cash Dash the bald guy, right? Yeah. Sure. We don't know. All right. Yeah. That seems like a great way to end this segment. Yeah. For the revival. We don't, we don't know who is which one and that sort of thing. Oh, Perfect. Oh, you, you can tell Alfred. we're drinking. Help us, Alfred. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. I tried to get Kenny on this show last second, and he just couldn't make it work. He wanted to. He sends his love to all the boys. We miss Kenny Killa. He's he's a great, great guy. Check out the dad cast wherever you can, especially over in the UK. Oh, yeah, man. Although I, I don't think Kenny would have wanted to be a part of this train wreck, especially where we're about to go. Oh, come on now. Where are we going? We're going to trivia. Oh, okay. We're going there. I, I...
And with the facial haircut and everything, I really am the one, two, three kid. It's phenomenal, funky facts. Tony actually won last week. I thought I would throw him some curveballs, but I couldn't. Uh, so, Big Dave, since this is your first time actually being on Phenomenal Funky Facts, the trivia and, show and, that I created. And since Tony and DP got up to get more alcohol, it's just me and you. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so, I, I've, I feel like I have to explain the rules and how it goes. Please. So, so I will ask, since you're the guest, I'll let you go first with the picking of, uh, question number one, two, or three. That's total BS! You got you got you got to understand oh, you got to understand when phenomenally funky facts are about to start. PC Tony and myself need a drink. Yeah, that is also true. <laughs> and and Alex, so do I. I'll take the rapist for two hundred bucks. <laughs> he doesn't even have a win, and he gets the pick. It's the therapist. He's a he's the guest for this week. Come on, I'm more of a friend of the show. <sighs> and when he was the technically... last time he was on the show? Not too long ago. Go see it up however you want, Trebek. What matters is, does it work? Will it really uh, mind you, my penis, move. man? Because I've ordered slices like that anal before. Wasted a pretty penny, anal, I don't mind telling covers you. For 500, yes. If the anal penis mind you really works, I'd order a dozen. Uh, so, anyway. Yeah. Named Turd. Turd Ferguson. Turd, Turd Ferguson. So, yeah. it's going to be two wrestling questions. And one, however, I see fit. It could be another wrestling question. It could be a sports question. It could be a video game question. It's anything I decide. So, since you are the guest this week. Oh, my God. (laughs) And this this bit goes on forever because the interference. My God, Bird Ferguson. All right. So then, Big Dave, door number one, door number two, or door number three. Uh, let's go with two. All right, so it'll be the wrestling question. Make sure you get your pens and papers ready. Big surprise. So, th- what are you talking about? The opinion question was last week, and it was the it's first one. Yes! You won last week! <laughs> that was a good thing. Uh. <laughs> All righty. It's the, so, the best game. Throughout the 45-year history of the United States Championship, including the NWA, the WCW, and the WWE, who has the most reigns as United States Champion? Oh, boy. Did we just have this question? No, I said first. The question I had before was the first in WWE in 2003. Oh, okay. I think my answer is might be right now. When did you go. Tony going with Booker T. The guy's held more titles than my mom. DP going with Eduardo Guerrero in uh, Big Dave. I don't know if you're even going to be able to remotely see this thing. Oh, a little lower, a little lower, a little, little lower, a little lower. Oh, Luger. Oh, Lex yeah. Luger. It's none of them. You were close, Luger. Close Luger, Luger held it 
five times. Ric Flair has the most reigns as oh, the United geez. States champion. Really? That's the that first guy I thought of. Including WWE? Including WWE? Wow. 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 Brutal. Not so funky. Wow. Uh, uh, all right, then, Mr. Total BS. I'll let you have the second option. Oh, that's so... cool, BS. I wanted to go last. You can go last. I'll go, I'll go second. <sighs> One or three, Tony. One or three. Four. One. Monty, I'll have one, Monty. You're going to have one? Well, it's the opinion one, and it's going to be a sports question. Well, I got an opinion Woo-hoo. three. And... Jack Nicholas. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the sports question, as I make Tony die and choke on some uh, beer there, is uh, there are two quarterbacks to beat both Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in the playoffs. Who are they? I have a little bit of my uh, alcohol anger, as the men think. Play the song again. <laughs> do you guys? Do you guys actually need another thirty seconds? Yeah. Thirty seconds. Thirty, 30 minutes, maybe. <laughs> it's probably better if you think of some Brady losses in the playoffs. Shut up. Side of you on. Two. Motherfucker. This is a hard question. What's the end of it? <sighs> Alright, let's let's reveal two uh, quarterbacks to beat Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's the other one. <laughs> and Dave? Uh I can see Flacco. I can't see the second one, in all honesty. Oh, Mark Brunel. Uh-huh. <sighs> God, I hate saying this. Tony's correct. He got both. Yeah, ball. bitches! Suck on that! Oh, At yeah. Three Man Weave, motherfuckers! Chairshot.com! Booyah! Yeah, extra it time to get Flacco and Mark Sanchez. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. Butt yeah. fumble right into this fucking win. <laughs> we will see. I mean, especially since the last question. Uh, oh, Dan, Dan, do you want door number three or door number three? I'll take uh, door number three, Bob Eubanks. Thank you. Uh, love uh, the dating game, right? No, the married game. <laughs> Newlywed game. Newlywed. Yeah, there you go. I am in between. I am not ready for that. The one maybe, but not the other one. Kick that one right through the middle. <laughs> All right. Well, we talked about the man for a little bit here. So uh, every notable name has their start in the business, and some of them are extras on WWE TV, including the new NXT champion and North American champion, Keith Lee. 
Where did we see him in in uh, WWE television in 2009? What was his role as an extra? I got the win on this one. Do you really? <laughs> one up the nothing. Well, 2009, too early to be a rosebud, huh? Yeah. Not a rosebud. wrong it's just just something to say <laughs> shout out to that nice. by the way J&J security. A, a, a nice yeah, shout out to J&J security even though yeah, none, no part of his name is a J I guess the alphabet's limitless for Tunny he held the throne for a king of the ring winner king of the ring throne big Dave Shit, man I just said Nexus just to put something down <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the most common extra in all of WWE, a security guard. Oh, oh you, whatever, dude. Back when, was, back when back when Legacy sure he, wasn't, he wasn't the gobbledygooker? No, back when <laughs> Legacy was fighting oh, yeah. Triple H. Fighting the McMahons, Keith Lee was the uh security guard that got beaten up, ironically enough, by Vince McMahon. Please don't call him up and ruin him. Um, yeah, so as he's waving, as he's smiling, he still has a losing <laughs> record, by the way, but the winner of this week is PC Tunny. Yeah, well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. With attitude, bitch. How how did you go from going 0 and 5 to 5 and or 4 and 5? No one ever believes me when I dive into a gimmick. It's like you guys all just think I'm helpless over here and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. No one, no one would, no one would say that to your face, Tony. No one, no one would say that to your face. (laughs) So, bottom line, things just work out sometimes. It's the law of averages. DPP, it's last call. Last call. What do you mean it's last call? What do you mean? What do I mean? It's like reduction to the or like you know reduction to the average, right, Dave? It's like a baseball thing. When you're really hot, eventually you're gonna, you know. Reduction to the mean or something like that, I think, is the official math term. Something like that, yeah. Everybody, everything balances out eventually. Mean would be the average, yes. Yeah. That's and right. I've, yeah, and I've been ridiculous a whole bunch of times, so eventually i got to win a few. You know, what are you going to do? All right, last call. I, I feel like we've talked about it or, or hinted at it a little bit. Dave? I, I think you're you're right about that, Tony. I, I do believe we may have hinted about this sort of topic. DP? I'm going to take you apart. I hope you can enjoy the victory with one friggin' eye! I'm not sure where we're getting at here. I have no clue. I'd like to think I have an eye for detail. 
I would think that you're correct. They I might, can agree. You might have to, you know, cross the T's and dot the lowercase J's. If I was you, DP, I would play Rey Mysterio's theme right now. Well, that's going to be a problem. Really? <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't believe this bit went on too you long. Had it, you had it like two days ago. You did. You did. Uh, I did. I did. I am disappointed in you, DP. <laughs> it's all gone. It's gone. Also, good job, Tony. You have an eye for things on detail. It's a, it's a, it's a cross to bear more than a blessing. We're talking about an eye for an eye match. <laughs> Rey Mysterio, DP may or may not put it back in post haste. Whatever. Rey Mysterio, Seth Rollins. Here's my, okay, it's ridiculous. They have to pull someone's eyeball out. Yeah, I get it, right? I I get it. But this has got to be a cinematic match, right, Dave? I don't see how how you're not going to have it be a cinematic match. I mean, if Rey Mysterio is going to yank Seth's eye out of his socket and skull fuck him, then I don't know how you're uh, now. This isn't going to be <laughs> God. Extreme rules. Woo! The horror show at Extreme Rules. <laughs> the horror skull show. Fucking. Exactly. Uh, it's not I said at the triple X stream rules. <laughs> All I can say is I can I would I would I would suggest strongly not skull fucking anywhere near the swamp match. It could lead to infection. <laughs> now that would I would actually almost or your loss of penis gator attack. <laughs> Alcohol doesn't taste good coming back up from the nose. Come on, sorry, guys. Sorry, you should drink milk ah. in the podcast then. Yeah, that'll teach you. That'll drink you to teach you to drink scotch. God damn it! You should be it's drinking white Russians. It'll feel good. That's yeah, right. Dude. Yeah. It's not even scotch. That's the worst part. We're stone cold when you need them. God damn, AJ! What the fuck are you doing over there? <laughs> Give me a hell yeah! <laughs> hell yeah! Uh, and I don't know, man, this match, the eye for an eye match, how, <laughs> what did I say before we got on the air? So let me get this right. We can't show blood. We got to go to black and white anytime that somebody accidentally bleeds, but yet we're going to promote a match where you're supposed to rip some dude's eye out of his socket. And this is okay. And that, 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 that's Vince logic for you right there. It's going to be such great shit. Well, how? It, how is it, this going to work? It boggles the mind, in, in my opinion, as to how in the world you make this a match because it's just anything with dealing with that where you're, gonna, you're talking about ripping somebody's eye out. What's next? The dumbest fucking thing ever. All is right. This, this how Dominic gets over? Dominic gets over. Starts his career by ripping the eye out of Seth Rollins' head. And he wears a patch no, for the rest of his no, career. They're going to they're gonna wait for the burnt at the stake match for that. That's going to be how Dominic gets over. Bring me the extractor. Jeez. Oh. They bring back Chavo just so he can say that he actually is Eddie's kid. <laughs> oh, I think soon. next pay-per-view, SummerSlam, we're going to have the Spanish Inquisition match. First one to shove the other person in an Iron Maiden wins. I'd love to see. I'd love to see Pepe play a role in this match. 
Yeah, Monday. but if they have a Spanish Inquisition match, we can't expect it. Like, they can't just say it, like, weeks ahead of time. It has to be that day. <laughs> no one ever expects a Spanish Inquisition. Right. And after it's all said and done, there's going to be a mess. So why not bring in Perry Saturn and Moppy? Moppy. We got to have it. I'm, so- I'm sorry. Anytime <laughs> I can bring up Moppy and Pepe. And while we're at it, the WLC match. I mean, somebody asked me a long time ago, not a long time ago, but like two or three weeks ago, and that's a long time on Twitter. What If there's one match in WWE history you could go back and watch for the first time, and I said WLC, legitimately said WLC. Yeah, that's your opinion, man. You, go ahead. It's yeah, cool. that's the, that is your opinion, man. Good for you. <laughs> that is your opinion. I would rather watch that. Honestly, I'd rather watch that than this match because I don't... It's going to be so bad how they try and do this and play this off where somebody gets their eye ripped out, for God's sakes. And how do you bring them back to television at that point? <laughs> so so, so I'm, I'm assuming universal opinion, we're all, we have no faith in this match. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to steal the show. Next I'm going to rip your eye out if you actually think that. <laughs> I'm telling you, SummerSlam, SummerSlam, it's going to be a blindfold match. It's gonna be it's gonna be Jake and, and Rick uh, Rick uh, Martell all over again. So this is gonna happen. Ah, uh, Jesus! That was well, a great match. What's next? What? I mean, that was a great match. <laughs> I remember watching, watching Jake, it as a kid. Just I watching it. Jake as Point. Kid, I fucking loved it. As a kid, yeah, it was kind of cool. Now you look. I haven't watched it since then. I don't doing? want to. And, and as a kid, I thought the finger poke of doom was actually funny. Yeah, but you're a millennium. Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Yep, I'm, not, I'm done saying millennial. You're a millennium. Yeah, aluminum, you're an <laughs> aluminum Vulcan. <laughs> it's uh, aluminium. It's an aluminium Vulcan, by the way. Oh, from Canada. Is this Canada? <laughs> Take that, hey. you stupid hosers! <laughs> Somebody give me some maple syrup. Where's Jericho wishing everybody a happy Canada Day? Like that whole first night of Fighter Fest. Every two seconds, happy Canada Day. Shut I up, know, Chris. Right? He needs you to stay in commentary. That, that nice red and white suit that he had. God. Somebody, That's I the bet only he's thing that a... could save wrestling right now is Chris Jericho and combine all three WWE rosters. Chris Jericho's on commentary. That's yeah. how you save wrestling. Him and Corey Graves just call the matches. I'm down. You, no, you got, no, no, no. You got JR, Cole, and Jericho. No. Jericho's got both their numbers. And you just have all the okay. WWE talent come out three times a week, and it's Awesome. Yeah. Uh, that, would, that would be fun. Better than be, what we're getting right now, especially this eye for an eye match. And every week outside the venue, much like Bobby Heenan in the past, is Cody Rhodes trying to get in. To <laughs> how, lame do we think the special, how lame do we think the special effects in this match are really going to be? I, I mean, it's rumored to be CGI, right? It's gotta be. Uh, it's gotta be rubber it plastic. Can't, it can't. It can't be a regular match. This has to be one of the cinematic matches. It does. Yeah. It has to be. Well, and and how do you avoid? How do you show someone getting their eye ripped out without showing anything and without putting blood onto the you know onto the screen? You gotta come up with a, with something so overly cinematic that you don't see anything. <laughs> Seth's going away until the baby's born and a, a little bit after that so he either comes back at the Rumble or after that, maybe even Mania, he's gone and he wears a contact that means he has a glass eye from now on that's how yeah. they're going to do this, I call oh. it ring the fucking bell, <sighs> bring that motherfucking bell 
brutal. Yeah, no, no, no that's appropriate for a bell ring. Uh, it's just... Uh, unless your name is Vader, there's no way that this is going to be a cool-looking match. <laughs> no. This is going to be one of the dumbest things that they've done in a long time. I'm like, I, I, I just don't, I don't. Vince Booking, 101. So it's it's Dominic that's going to rip his eye out, though, right? Is that how that's going to work? Because so that when Ray Mysterio or so when Seth comes back, he's got Dominic to feud with. That's how I started this whole segment by saying this is how Dominic starts his career by ripping Seth Rollins' eye out. Yeah. Sh- sure. Oh, a- everyone needs their humble beginnings. Oh. And so. nothing's more humbling than ripping someone's eye out. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe it's <laughs> yeah. maybe it's unceremoniously too and unmercifully, and it makes him a bad guy. It's a heel. I was gonna say that's that's a heel move his, right there. His dad's asking him. His dad's asking him not to rip the eye out, right? But he does, and then it leads to a match between him and his dad, and he retires his dad, and Seth Rollins comes back, and they're together. <laughs> they somehow like die a Ferrero Rocher like cherry chocolate, and that's the Even eye, if- and he just bites it, so there's red shooting out of his mouth. I'll let Dave have the last word, but even if y'all can't see it, I can see it. Oh, boy. Aye, aye, matey. Fuck. I got nothing, man. You want me to have the last word? This this match is going to be the train wreck of, I mean, as bad as 2020's been, this might be the biggest train wreck that we've seen so far. We called that the stinger. They don't don't let you use that no more. (laughs) Only, Only Aesop gets to use that. Shout out to BCW. Head on over to Bruce City Wrestling 1. That's Bruce City Wrestling, the number one, BruceCityWrestling1.com. Follow at BCW1. That's the man, the myth, the legend, the godfather himself, Frankie DeFelco on Twitter, at BCW1. My name's PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney. Three Man Weave at three underscore man weave. Also, Pot is War. Check that all out. Chairshot.com. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chairshot. AngryLemonade.net. DP, you got a whole ton of shit going on. You're you're like a man of, of many. You're an architect, a scientist. You're now like a full time podcaster. What's going on over there? Becoming, four nights, four days this week. What's up? Four nights. Well, yeah, I had to fill in for your ass one night in Pot is War, so that was fun. Wow. I got to enjoy uh, hanging out with Blaz with the other Blaz, I should say. <laughs> that one that you're pointing to, that's in the other room with a boner because Adam Cole's going back to New yeah, Japan. Yeah, <laughs> <Go back. laughs> <Boner alert. laughs> Oh boy. Uh, Anyone for penis? (laughs) (laughs) I I love how the breaking news is uh, because Japan was mentioned, Andrew has a boner. That's that's hilarious. What? What? And I heard a laugh in the other room. (laughs) Yeah, I told you. But you can find me all over the place now. Uh, we started a winner is you. That's my brand new podcast with a good handful of guys, Adam, Sean, and Drew, where we talk in all things gaming, video games, and some board games here and there as well. We just finished our fourth episode. Where we talked a lot about virtual reality, so go check it out on thechairshot.com. You can follow it on Twitter and on Facebook at a winner is you for both at the letter U, a winner is you. And I'm also on the bandwagon nerds as well with uh, Big Dave down there over here. We can uh, follow that at Bandwagon Nerds on Twitter. We post that every Tuesday where we talk all things on the entertainment side. It's been a lot of DC Universe lately, but, you know, all things going on in that uh, that realm. 
and uh, anything else that comes up in the world of nerdiness and entertainment where we're all over that and don't forget to uh continue following the dwi podcast you can follow that at podcast dwi on twitter and on facebook at facebook.com slash dwi podcast and yeah that's it for me you can follow me at phenomenal AJB on the Twitter. You can also find my articles on thechairshot.com. If you haven't seen it last week, I actually helped out DP with the video game and entertainment side. I'm wearing my wearing NES controller as my T-shirt. Muy bueno. My article on uh, one of my new favorite games that I played for the original PlayStation, the PlayStation 1 Brave Fencer Musashi. Go check that out. In all of my wrestling opinions and articles, NWA, uh, I know I did one about the Bullet Club. Go check that out as well at thechairshot.com. Big Dave, where can they find you since it's been a while since we've seen you, other than the bandwagon nerds? Man, if there's a place where there's a lot of drunk motherfuckers, that's probably where you can find me. That's hey. that's probably where. Ring the, ring the bell for me on that one, DP. Quiet, Dave's always close to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> No, you Ooh. can find me on Twitter at AttitudeAGG. One of these days, I am going to release another episode if the world ever just stops being a piece of shit long enough for me just to calm down and get an episode out. Fuck uh, you, Jim Cornette, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> but you can also check me out weekly on the Bandwagon Nerds podcast with DP and the wrestling realist Patrick O'Dowd. Uh, yeah, that's a weekly sort of fun time that is at Bandwagon Nerds. Uh, Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. You can go there and Hit the like button. Don't forget, Dan gave you the Twitter for Bandwagon Nerds, but we also do the Nerds Review, an article every week that comes out where we review some movie <laughs> that, that the fans, uh, all of our loyal 22 listeners, <laughs> jump on there every week and let us know what's going on. Uh, Both our viewers you, must be thrilled. Been, uh, Bandwagon Nerds has been towards the top of the heap as far as ratings go, as far as I'm concerned in my calculations. So Dude, we are drafting off. We are drafting off a winner as you. That's that's all we are doing. We're like uh, I'm not even a NASCAR fan, not, but <laughs> not this week, my friend. Uh, not this uh, week. Let me yeah. tell you. I think you I think you got us this week, you know. Don't don't you me. That's you too. I think it's a beautiful I think it's a beautiful cohesion. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Three man weave is just loving the fact that maybe a couple nerds that don't like sports are listening to that. Yes, absolutely. But uh, yeah, bandwagon nerds is a fun, fun time, and uh, yeah, a lot of DC. Dan, you're <laughs> DP's right. It's a lot of DC the last few weeks. But you know, they got all these plans in place, and until we can actually ever go back to the movies, it's probably going to be a lot of DC. It's okay. It's okay. It's it's led to a lot of fun stuff to uh, for for the listeners and for myself too to go go check out Flashpoint and go read a few more extra Batman comics and everything like that. So that's been. Uh, it's been a good time. And I still got to read that Wonder AG. Woman versus Batman thing. Oh, geez. Yeah. Who has time to read anything these days? Who Actually, has everybody time has to read. time to read anything these days. So go over to chairshot.com and read all the goddamn articles at Phenomenal AJB, NWA Man for the chairshot.com, at It's Me DPP. Check them out. A winner is you. Everything gaming at Attitude Ag, Attitude of Aggression.com or dot net. Oh, shit. See, it's like the beginning. I gotta fuck it up again. I did it right the first time. It's all right, man. No one's going there anyway. So just dot dot org. <laughs> fuck it. Dot org. Dot ca. Dot, dot g o e. Those, 
Don't do dot gov. You might get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> PC Tony right here. All right. Thank you, Dave. Once again, it's always great to talk to you. Uh, I consider it a, a co-cast. But once again, you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D. D. DWI for an eye. Oh, I'm supposed to hit the ending here. Yeah, no, book at that here. bullshit. <laughs> it's going. I think it's off. time. I think it's time. I think you're right. <laughs> I think I need more to drink. I think you don't uh, want to eat gas. Uh, aye, aye, Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.